And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. How I've missed your fame. Oh, well, thank you, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I've missed your visage as well. How we doing, my friend? What's 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 new in the life of Doc Manson? The chin is still bare. The chin is still exposed to that. How many times have you shaved since we last recorded? Um, well, it's been a while since we've recorded. Um, so maybe three, four times. I don't know. It's not an everyday occurrence, but maybe every other day. Shaving cream or shaving gel? Uh, depends, but actually, typically, shave butter. Oh, I have not heard of shave butter. Do you get that online? Is that one of those fancy things I hear on podcasts, the Harry's razors and sort of? Um, so they do just sell shave butters at Target or Walmart or, you know, wherever it is you go for your shaving supplies. But the one in particular that I like, uh, I discovered while subscribing to Dollar Shave Club. And so that is the one that I continue to get. So I do get it from an online company, Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. I like it because it applies invisibly. So most other shave butters uh, are opaque. This one, you put it on, you can still see your skin just fine. And it works really quite well. It doesn't bother my skin. I do find I have some skin sensitivities. Um, But yeah, no, it works out for me quite well. So every once in a while, I'll order a few bottles of that. And I'll be good for, you know, years. So it doesn't come in a stick like butter. No, it comes basically in a little squeezy tube. I mean, if you wanted to call it a shaving gel, I don't think you'd be wrong. They just but it's not a, a gel shave. in one of those compressed cans that you squirt out like a cream. That's what I have. I think I have like eight cans of the Gillette Fusion. Yeah. yeah. Which works. I've used that before also, but I definitely do prefer the shave butter. Now that I have seen the light until it is no longer available, I will probably continue to purchase it. Do you still get razors through Dollar Shave Club? I do not. Um, the problem with Dollar Shave Club is I think their smallest, I don't know if that's the right term, um, their razor with the fewest blades, I think, is three blades, and then they've got a five-blader, and then they've got, I don't know, an eight-blader. So I don't know what they have. It's crazy. I haven't looked at it recently either, um, but three blades is too much for me. Are you a, um, a single-blade guy? I am a single-blade guy. I use a, um, you know, a double-sided... Um, what is that called? A safety razor, I guess. You know, just the, the little metal strip that's sharp on both sides that you put on a thing and you and you cl- oh, mine's wow. a butterfly razor and I just You're like, stick it in there. That's a that's a serious razor. Yeah, I like it. Um my my issue is the the three blade the three blades is okay, but it actually cuts too close to the skin, and I actually get a lot of ingrown hairs on my neck. And along the jawline. Um, so three blades is actually no good. And five is right out. And eight is right out as well. Not to mention the fact they're stupid expensive. Like um, Gillette does make a, a two blade uh, cartridge. I think it's called like Duo or something. 
And that one works all right. But again, it's stupid expensive. Um, these double safe, double edged safety blades that I get, I get a hundred of them for 10 bucks or something. And I'm good for years. You know what I mean? So I just used, learn to use those and it doesn't uh, shave too closely, which for some people would probably be problematic. But for me, it's exactly what I'm looking for. Uh, and I don't tend to have as many anyways, issues uh, hmm. with shaving as a result. So interesting. That is my preference. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I rarely shave with a razor. Like I have the, the, you know, the, the electric trimmer, which will get it down to a scruff. And I, that, yeah. you know, with the exception of the, the goatee, like I'll just get it down to, it looks like I just haven't shaved in a few days. And that's how I spend most of my time. It was, I, probably hadn't shaved shaved in months and i do i do have one of those um electric like rotary shavers you know so like that will get you down to the skin as well and i can use that on my cheeks and on my chin but if i use it on my neck i get angles so no good no good there interesting interesting you don't want to wax will that take care of it if you wax it might but again i i just i would be interested i would be I would be uh, afraid of more ingrowns because at that point you're going below the skin. You know what I mean? The, the, the whole point of the safety razor is I'm cutting it close, but not beneath the surface of the skin at all. So it's not as clean, um, but there's no chance of the hair getting stuck, you know, in the pore. So I wonder if mans- I don't know how waxing would work out. I wonder if manscaped has a, has a fix. I hear them advertised on podcasts too. They apparently deal with all of the, the shaving below the, Below the chin. Mm. How much manscaping are you doing? How much manscaping does it look like I'm doing? Zero. But you never know. You might be tidying up the uh, the personal bits. You know, maybe you've got a significant other that likes to see, uh, uh, you know, a less woolly mammoth when when it's getting time to be intimate. I don't know. No. No, okay. it's, the, it's the Amazon jungle down there. No boy. Bring <laughs> bring your machete. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That's fine. I'll keep it, you know, I don't I don't shave it down or nothing, but like, you know, I'll keep it neat. I'll keep it neat. I'm okay. the, I'll admit it on the air. You know. I I, I have. Yeah. I don't make it a regular thing necessarily, but there's a, a certain times when I when I'm like, oh boy, that requires a machete where I'm like, All right, well maybe I'll maybe I'll do something about that. Yeah. If I were actively dating, I, don't know, I had to try, you know, maybe I would, I don't know, but, you know, I, I remember the joys of being married. I remember as a, as a teen or maybe even into college, just taking a pair of not full size scissors. Obviously I'm not that stupid snip snip, but taking, you know, some of the, the smaller grooming scissors and and thinking that was the way to do it and then realizing no there's probably there has to be a better way something this sharp shouldn't go (laughs) a better way so well that's not quite what i expected our beginning conversation to be but that's what you get here Mm. on ddt wrestling uh so uh, yes i was your you were on vacation for a while we we how was your vacation vacation was lovely i don't know if you feel this way but Sometimes, and I think I mentioned this on uh, possibly when I did the, my recent Joy of Booking episode. Do you ever get on vacation, you get that feeling where you're like, all right, it's time to be done. 
Not yet. But I think part of the key for me is I don't know that we've ever taken a vacation longer than three or four nights. Ah, okay. So I think by the time we're packing up, it's actually sort of like, oh, man, this would have been nice to stay another day. Um, I think if I stayed a full week somewhere, I could see myself feeling that. Um, I also think that five nights, you know, but. I also think that part of the issue is because I'm, you know, you were in a job where you need to take, you take a week's vacation and then the weekends and you have to go back to work, I'm assuming. Right, right. You know, in, in the summer, you know, I, we left our vacation and came back and I have done very little since then. So it's not like I had to immediately go back to the grind. We went to an island. Lovely. Uh, let me check. I walked. 20 miles while we were there. I want to say, let me check my pedometer. Yeah. uh, Let's see. 11,000 steps, 7,600, and then almost 17,000 steps on one day. We walked eight miles. Yeah. I heard you walked like eight miles or something to go get some breakfast one day. I saw you tweeted about it. I don't know if it was actually eight miles. I forget what you said, but. It, it sounded ridiculous to by me. By the end of the day, it was eight miles. So we, much like you, you mentioned this the last time we recorded, uh, vacation is often food-based. So yeah. we were looking to see, you know, we hadn't been to the island in a few years. So we're like, all right, what new places are there? And there was this bakery that looked delightful in the next town over, which is three point three and a half miles away. And I have thought to myself, you know, what would be fun sometime would be to walk from the town we're staying in to this other town because there are, you know, uh, restaurants and things. And it's you walk by the water for a lot of it. There's not a lot of traffic on the island anyways. And so we decided it was like six in the morning. Beautiful. 73. Not this ridiculous heat we're dealing with now this week. Um, And so we took. 45 minutes to an hour or so and walked from one town to another. It was about, like I said, about three and a half miles and, you know, went to this bakery. They had these buns. So I had a ham and cheese potato bun. So I defeated the purpose of the walk entirely. Um, So it was this, you know, little potato bun enveloping. I won't say it defeated the purpose entirely. It it justified the the breakfast, the bun. Uh, it had diced ham and cheese inside this, you know, potato bun, which was delicious. And we had churros, which were also Ooh. delicious at seven in the morning. Uh, that does sound nice. And then we, con- lie. then we continue. We walked around that town. We got a bus pass for just the day. Um, we went back to our hotel, relaxed for a bit, took the bus to the other of the three big towns, walked around there. So, yeah, it, it was a big walking day for us, but it was enjoyable nonetheless. So the island was fun. Then we went to the Cape and stayed in a condo and that was nice. A little bit of a, you know, you go from a hotel room right by the beach to a condo that is 15 minutes from the beach and you have to pay $30 if you want to park and go to the beach. So Mm. a little bit of a letdown in that sense, but again, we found another bakery that was very nice. Got a delicious roast chicken um, since we had a kitchen. So, you know, made some food and 
relaxed, but yeah, by the time we were we left Monday, got home Saturday, and by Saturday morning, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to be done. Although now we've been home five or six days and we're already like, where else can we go? Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's go to this place. Let's go out this way. So sure. Sure. I mean, I will say one of the, I mean, again, one of the tricks that we've learned is we like to go on vacation. We like to come home again after three or four days, like four nights, even that way we're getting home and we can take care of the business on Friday, which might be, you know, driving to the in-laws, getting the dog, getting back home. And then we have the full weekend yes. before we have to go back to that's work. That's a great, that is a I great think way that's, to do it. I think that's what our, our strategy really is and why, um, why we do what we do. But yeah. No, I think it would makes- be nice to just go somewhere though and like just be there for entirely too long. Not the in but you know vacation yeah I, I think it depends on where you go you know we've never obviously you're the same way from the sounds of it we've never done like the bahamas we've never done you know we've never gone like even disney we've never done um you know i think if you're doing something like that where it's either incredibly luxurious and everything mm. is taken care of taken care of for you like a all-inclusive resort or something like then that's a different circumstance. Then you're right, probably like, right. yes, I will never, ever leave. But ever. That's something else I've never done. An all-inclusive that? resort. No. I kind of want to, though. I, well, I, how can you not? Oh, you know, yeah. food, food is available whenever you want. From what I can tell, I haven't done a lot of research on it, but food's available whenever you want drinks of you know you're there you don't need as long as you don't leave the resort you're not in need of a car so you can drink whenever you would like that's the other benefit of the island i will say is if you if you walk on to the ferry which is what we did you have no car so you can drink a seven and seven at like 11 30 in the morning and it really doesn't matter because yeah i don't know if i want to walk four miles to get my breakfast sandwich though that's well I we the another night or another morning I went to get breakfast and it took me a hundred steps. There are there are breakfast places everywhere. We just chose to go to this one and decided to walk. So it's but not see like that's the, the thing though. Don't you want to have the option of getting out wherever you want to go? I have trouble with the mentality. I realize it's it's a personal thing, but like I have trouble with this idea that I'm really gonna leave my car behind. It's my way to get places. I, but I but know. you so. You're in town. You have, let me estimate, a dozen, if not more, restaurants just in that town. There's shops. There's a beach. There's a carousel. There's plenty for you to do. There's all of your food options can be taken care of. You can get three meals. <clears throat> there's a bakery that we have discussed backdoor donuts on this show. Is it on the island? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was up north. No, Um, this is on the island uh, at 7 p.m. Our first night there at 7 p.m., we waited in line, not as long of a line as we've had to wait before, and they deliver you a warm donut out of their back door. We walked over to the little 
you know, park area nearby, sat, looked out at the water and ate a warm and much too frosted donut. I had chocolate frosting everywhere, but that's kind of the everywhere. Part. No, not everywhere. But uh, oh, when I had the Boston cream the last last time, there was one time I had a Boston cream and that got this entire beard was just <laughs> dripping. Um, but yeah, and then you have the option of a bus. And if you go in the summer, bus, even in the off season, buses are fairly frequent. And you I, jump on a bus and you go explore this place and you go explore think, that place. I, I think this is a question that I know the answer to. Um, but have you ever rented a bicycle? No, we talked about it. Um, we took a bike out our very first time, which was uh, we, we actually did the math because there's a restaurant we went to that celebrated. They, they were like 43 years open and our first time they were celebrating 30 years. So we've been going to this island for 13 years. Um, so they we took bikes out. I don't know. I, either something with the bike seat was a problem, but my thighs could not handle they just cramped immediately and were that's, cramped the entire time. See, that's my problem is I feel like, okay, I could not have my car if I could rent a bicycle easily. However, I think my butt would protest uh, yeah. any sort of, of perching upon yeah. a bicycle seat. My, what we talked about it because right outside the hotel we're staying at is a bike rental shop across the street. I will also say from a car rental, you could rent a mini Cooper for two hundred ridiculous for two hundred dollars a day. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's but then ridiculous. you could have it. Uh, but they had bikes that had electric bikes. Okay. So you, uh, you know. what? What does a bike go for? And, and this is how this is how riddled with anxiety I am. When I was reading about the ferries and going over to the island, and I saw, oh look, they have bike rentals. I said, yeah, but I'll get there, and there won't be any bikes. Oh, as no. though, as if they're oh, going to run out of bike oh, no. stock. No, there, there was this bike rental had 40 to 50 bikes. And if by chance they were empty, you walk three minutes down the road. There's another bike rental. Like now, do you go? Have you ever gone like maybe you just did? Do you go in season? Do you see it at peak busy? This like, was, do you this know? Is, Pretty close. You know, peak season would be after July 4th. August is huge. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong. I don't think I would ever actually go in season. So it doesn't. Really but we matter. have been. And, and again, you know, it's busy, but you would be able to rent a bike. You could rent a moped if you wanted a moped. And let me tell you. I don't know if I could drive a moped. Can you drive the, a moped? I, I have never tried. I, the visual, not of you, but of your wife with a helmet <laughs> on tooling the little moped down the street. I don't know if they'd actually let her do it. I don't know. Do if they have like license. Vespas? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You could rent huh. a little scooter. Um, like what if I was driving? Cause she just hop on the back. I'm sure they probably Are they two seaters. Like, could I get a t-shirt that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off. Is that, is that a possibility? No, you can't have my that. life. That's not, that's Damn. not allowed. You can't have that. All right. Uh, but yeah, you could rent a bike. You could rent an electric bike, which is the one I said I wanted. And my wife was like, that defeats the purpose. I said, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it does not. Because if I want to get from one place to the other and it's five miles to get to the other town, I had some time during that, I'm going to want to switch it on and start going 15 miles an hour. Uh, yeah. Let me you ask you have. a question. Sure. I, and again, I think this is 
a question that doesn't need to be asked because I suspect I know the answer. Um, do you own a bicycle? No. Yeah, me neither. And no. sometimes I think maybe I should. I mean, I won't ride a bike if I don't have one, right? So if I had one, would I ride it? And I'm like, where are you going? Where you are you going, would. Doc, that you need to ride a bike? Well, again, you're not going to take Oscar on the bike. But if I got a live, nice basket, you live, in an, you live in an area that would work with a bicycle. Yeah, you're not on a main road. You, you could. But I wouldn't. Around. I wouldn't be taking it anywhere. It would be solely for the purpose of you could exercise. Ride you, you could ride your bike to Tall Guy's house and go say hi. Not way too far. You could ride your bike to work. You live close enough. You could feasibly ride your bike to work. I would be disgusting. Are you, it's a, it's twenty minutes by car. Really? Yeah, ish. Maybe, you know, twenty minutes with parking and all that. You know, well, parking wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> I suppose. Think of the I money still think it save. would take fifteen minutes in a car to get to campus from here. You might be right. I, I suppose I don't often drive from your place to campus. Uh, yeah, so maybe not. But yes, it would. It would have to be for exercise. You would be tooling around the cul-de-sac going up. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a ton of fun. That's exactly why I haven't bought one, right? Because, well, well really, what am I going to do with it? What's up? Then you don't need one. Yeah, but if I had one and I rode it, no, then maybe my would butt no. and my thighs wouldn't feel like garbage when I go to the island and rent a bicycle. Yeah, I don't think you need to buy a bike solely to prepare yourself for the island. My issue is, if I go... Now, granted, they don't insist you wear a helmet, but... I would want to wear a helmet. Yeah. They don't have a helmet for this head. So I'd have to bring a bike helmet that fit me to then ride around. Mm-hmm. And it is the, the one difficult thing going, depending on how long you stay, if you walk on. is Really? They don't carry. have a bicycle. Like all these bike shops, they don't have just one cardboard box in the far reaches of the back room on the top shelf. Covered in dust, the extra, 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 extra large helmet. They don't have that just perched I up suppose, there for that one person every 20 years. <clears throat> I suppose technically I haven't gone to inquire, but I would assume that no. Yeah, probably not. No. My my dad has, I think, his bike helmets, which I remember wearing, and they would fit my head. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do think you'd enjoy it. You could take your car. It's expensive. Yeah, and that's the reason why I never will. Because it's expensive and I'm a cheapskate. And that's yeah. why I won't rent a Mini Cooper. Because I'm also a cheapskate. I will say, it costs $19 for ferry tickets. Round trip per person. So that's not thir- bad. For $38. Now, granted, you've got to pay for parking. That's $15 a day. So... That's not bad, though. It's less than you get charged at the airport if you fly somewhere. So Yeah. Yeah. You do. You would, you would drive to the parking lot. You turn on your AM radio. They'd tell you where to park. You'd get your ticket. You'd get on a shuttle bus, which would take you to the ferry. You'd buy your ferry tickets because they got hacked, so they can't sell online right now. You get on the ferry, and then you would be set. But I, I think you both would enjoy it. It has a, you know, a capish feel to it. I know you enjoy that. Some very good. I could give you all the restaurants. You would eat wonderfully. Backdoor donuts. That's all I really want, DC. That's all I really want. All right. So, yes, my vacation was good. Your vacation was good. This should mean that we can get back into a regular routine, barring 
another vacation. We decide spontaneously to take it. Uh, I will say it looks like Che in the bestie group looks like he's having a fabulous time on vacation. We that that was a fascinating conversation. He posted he's on vacation and he went to I don't remember what he called it, but for us Americans, oh a holiday caravan or something like that. Yeah, and so and I think you asked because in our vernacular, a caravan is a series of you know you caravan to the movies so. 12 of us pile into three cars and drive to the movies and follow each other. And that's a caravan. Right. And like, I was, I was sort of picturing um, a camper, like an RV style thing. Like he was driving around and living in the back and like, maybe they went to a campground and that's, that's sort of it, except they're not driving the place that they're staying. It's stationary, although it is technically a mobile home. But it's not, it's not, it's no. what, like, we have trailer parks here where, again, it's, it's, they're mobile homes, but they're not really mobile because they're up on a makeshift foundation, whatever sure. that is. Um, yeah. And that's and, sort and, of what it looks like. And, you know, my grandmother lived in a mobile home for years, but it, there is a, there is a certain assumption one makes about a trailer park when you hear those two words. Yeah. I, I don't mean it the way that, no, I'm just everyone is I'm probably again, thinking I'm, a, I'm just describing it in the American sense. And yet he showed us pictures of very nice mobile homes. And yes. they've gone on holiday. They, she had pictures today of him and his children at the beach and they went. And I thought it was cool because it's match. it's like it's like they they have this little cottage industry where they they build the, the they have the homes that you can rent. They've got he was saying like if there's restaurants, there's a bar, there's a place to um entertainment mini golf whatever so like they've got this little oasis where basically you can go with your family and just have your holiday your vacation um and i don't i'm trying to think if anything like that exists here and like there like i was saying before there are campgrounds Mm -hmm. where like you can take an rv and maybe there's a cabin if you wanted to rent a cabin there's a series maybe like you could do that but even then like i don't think there's entertainment like that like there's not a mini golf place maybe they've got uh, uh, you know, maybe if, yeah, maybe you, maybe they've got a ping pong table or uh, something, you know, but well, that's, so there's a place up. This is up North, um, that we have stayed at. And I sent a picture. It's cabins. They're, they're slightly nicer. Again, I didn't look totally at the inside, but they, they're not mobile homes. They're cabins. And there's a bowling alley that I don't, Oh, that's cool. They had like a, that's the same idea. They had a gym with like racquetball. They had a pool table and a ping pong table. They had tennis courts and a basketball and a soccer field because they would have events and things there as well. But, um, you know, but yeah, hey, I'm delighted to hear he's on vacation. Everyone needs a holiday. So I wonder if any of the besties have bicycles. They'll are bicycles are bicycles a big thing in the UK. Something tells me no. I don't know because I think Glenn has said that he can walk to work because I think you live in, you know, you work in sort of the village or town yeah. in which you live. I don't know that there's a ton of commuting like there is here. Um, although I suppose it depends on your job. I would imagine there's some decent bicycles. I would think there are people who would take a bike with bicycle out as opposed to I will say, I, f- I feel like Europe in general, I know UK is not Europe, but like, I feel like there is that, um, I don't know if it's a stereotypical image anyways, 
of them having bicycles and commuting and less cars and things like that. And so I would tend to think that that carries over to the UK, but I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Hold on. I know they have double-decker buses. We don't have double-decker buses here. All of our buses are single-deckers for the most part. Sometimes when you get into cities, they've got like these specialty buses uh, that will take you on, say, tours around the city. Some of those will have more than one level. Those might be two-level. Um, well, we even have some buses that, while a single level, are not traditional buses. Do you guys in the UK, do you guys have duck boats? I don't even know what that is, but like, okay, so we've got these things, right? They kind of look like a rubber duck, but they're a vehicle and you get on them and they could take you around the city. And I think the whole thing with them is they're, they're, uh, what is that called? An amphibious vehicle where they can drive on the road, but then they can just go straight into the water. And so like they can take you you know, you know, down the sound or channel or whatever, you know, like if you got, if you're built on water, like, um, like Chicago or Boston or something like that. Um, now I, I don't think something like that would be too useful in like Venice, which again, I realize is not the UK because that's all water. Is that right? Are there any roads there in my stupid, ignorant American mind? I don't think there are roads. I think it's just the canals and maybe some nice sidewalks for all those bikes that we've been speculating about but i don't know are there roads in venice has anybody been there from the uk who can tell me would they have a use for a duck boat where they could drive and show tourists around and then just sort of you know sink down into the canals and then continue driving around in the canals i don't know dc duck boats venice do you think it's a thing i have no idea i don't think they've got the roads for it but what do i know Maybe duck gondolas. There you go. I don't know if they're, the gondolas are going to make it onto the, I presume, very nice sidewalks of Venice. Because if they don't have roads, what do they have? Must have sidewalks for all that walking and bicycling. Uh, I don't know. What is, what is one city outside of America that you would most like to visit? Um, Again, I'm sure we've had this conversation. but I don't know. Um, there are several places I'd like to go. I think I'd like to go to London. I'd like to go to Paris. I'd like to go to maybe Rome. You know, the, the the classical, stupid tourist places. You know, the romantic, whatever. I don't know why that holds any appeal to me. But I would even like to go to, I don't know. Let's see what Sweden's like. I don't know. I'm sure why Norway. not? Let's go to Norway. Let's go to Scotland. Forget Norway. <laughs> and yeah. Like to- I'd like to go to Loch Ness. I know I'm not going to find a monster there, but I bet you all the castles and countryside and everything would be really fun and beautiful to see. New Zealand. I mean, all the, all the Lord of the Rings movies make me want to go to New Zealand. That's for sure. Um, you ever want to go to Japan and do like a Godzilla yes! tour? Yes, I want to go to Japan. Yes, absolutely. Um, not just for the Godzilla, but also um, for I, w- I, I would eat my way across all the different ramen shops, I think. Um, and they've got some sort of park. I forget what the name of it is there where you can go and it's just full of dom- Basically, they're not really domesticated, but um, you know, deer that are used to humans and like you can feed them. It's sort of like 
a petting zoo where you can feed, feed all the deer. I think that would be they bow, you know, just sort of like uh, in the Japanese culture, they've been you know sort of trained to do that to and in, in, to 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 ask for the food. You know, that sort of. I think all that stuff could be fun and cool. I would love to do it. I'd like to go see the cherry blossoms when they're in bloom. I think that would be beautiful. Um, I just don't like to travel very much, and none of the changes as a result of COVID are encouraging me to travel. So I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. no, I think, I think I'm staying fairly close to home for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I think but so. I will not be going to see black widow in theaters when it comes out in a few days. That's okay. While I hear it's quite good. I suspect that those people have no idea what they're talking about. And it's a completely predictable one note movie. That's my prediction. I'm sure it's fine. And I'm sure after so many, this is the first Marvel theatrical release since Endgame. I want to say. So I'm sure they are very, besides maybe Spider-Man. Yeah, um, but it doesn't count. That's Sony really. So, you know, I'm sure people are just salivating at the chance to go see it, but you know how it ends unless they're going to swerve us and tell us that somebody's alive who we thought was dead. I, well, I don't watch Titanic. I know how the movie ends. So, yeah, I can't imagine they want to keep paying Scarlett Johansson. So, did I see you tweeting about wrestling? Did you watch part of Hell in a Cell? Maybe. Yeah, I think I watched two matches and I gave the Doc hot take in the bestie chat. I didn't actually which, tweet about it, but which two matches did you watch? Do you even remember? A women's match, maybe. Did you watch uh, Bailey and Bianca in the cell? Nope. I remember that there they were two matches that were not in the cell. Um, Did you watch Alexa versus Shayna? Yes, I, I watched that one. And I was disappointed in the level of Wrestle Spooky on display. Um, for all the stuff with the doll, the doll had nothing to do with the match. And um, her using her spooky powers to get Nia Jax to slap somebody. Um, seemed like a waste when I could have had motor oil pouring from her hairline, like you know what I mean. Like I just, it just seemed very lackluster. So you didn't was not impressed. You didn't need to watch Reginald get slapped. I didn't even know who he was. I was like, I don't know who this gentleman is. I don't know why he's being slapped. It doesn't matter. So, and then you watched what else? Was I watched Cesaro the match after that. Yeah, yeah, Cesaro and um, the scraggly guy. He was that was a good match. It was a good match. Wrong person won. Um, I just thought it was silly to have a little roll up after a match like that. But hey, I get it. You know, you want to keep the feud going or whatever. But hey, all right, cool. But after that, I was like, yeah, I'm done. That was all I needed to see. I think if that match had had a better ending, I might have watched the next match. I just I just get so discouraged so easily. Like. And, and then again, I watched the Wrestle Spooky, really hoping for something there that I would like, and I didn't see it. So it was just kind of like, yeah, all right, I'm done. And that was that. Yeah, I can't tell if they're. It feels like now, granted, I'm not watching weekly, but it feels like they're moving away from a lot of the Wrestle Spooky part. And I don't know if that's because, you know, maybe Bray Wyatt's. I mean, back. it's still wrestle spooky. Back. What do you call hypnotizing somebody with your eyes? Like it's still wrestle spooky, but it's just 
lame. Like, if you're going to go for the Wrestle Spooky, I need pomp, I need circumstance, I need special effects, I need something. The match with Alexa and Randy Orton was filled with Wrestle Spooky. Like, stuff was falling from the, you know, lights kept going off, lights kept coming on, she's in a different place. Stuff's falling over, stuff's collapsing. Like, that had that sort of element to it. And Bray Wyatt was a part of that. Now Bray Wyatt's not a part of that. And, you know, I enjoyed Alexa versus Shayna because surprisingly for me, it was an actual match. It wasn't Wrestle Spooky. They actually had a contest. And while I love Wrestle Spooky, I was also interested to watch the two of them wrestle. And so to me, that was fine. But I could, you know, I, and it seems like, you know, I saw something where, She's taken on Nia Jax, and then you know she kicks Nia Jax, and then gives Reginald a low blow, who's behind her. But again, there's very little spooky bits happening with that. So it was enjoyable, from what I can remember. I didn't watch the main event. Actually, didn't watch either. I watched part of Bianca and Bailey in the cell, which was good, but I didn't watch Drew versus Lashley because honestly, I was just like, uh, I'm, I don't care. But money like, in the bank's coming up. Yeah, I don't care. Unless they're happening in Titan Towers. I don't care. It's not. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Um, like two days ago, I had the thought, I should watch AEW. And then I thought a couple more seconds about how I would watch AEW. And I gave up. And I said, never mind. You don't have TNT? No, nah, not really. Not anymore. And even when I did have it, I didn't like it because I still had to watch the commercials. And mm. so like I would watch until a commercial break and then I would stop watching commercials really have. I just, I can't do it anymore. Streaming I remember when I watched on the one or two, there were like 180 seconds. Like the little thing in the corner that tells you how many seconds at one point it was 180 seconds. And I'm like, I'm not waiting three minutes for this. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's like a normal commercial break on regular television, but, but we're not watching regular television. We're not watching regular television. and. You know, there's something about having the timer in the corner of the screen that makes it feel longer because you're just it's like trying to watch a, a pot boil. You know what I mean? You're just sitting there waiting for it to run out. And it's like I could walk away. But I'm not gonna, you know, it's like <laughs> if I walk away, I won't remember to come back like and I get it like total first world problems. Right. I'm sure there are plenty of other ways. I'm sure Che could recommend to me. Some other ways that I could watch some weekly AEW where I wouldn't have to worry about these issues. But I I just don't care enough to make all that happen. I want to just sit down on my couch, turn it on on my television, and just watch the show. That's all I want. And it's not easy to do. Well, and I don't, I've always wondered this about all of these. If you want to watch a season of a Food Network show or The Blacklist or any other show, you can go to Amazon or iTunes or wherever, buy the season and watch it. If, if they were like, you could watch AEW on Amazon, even if it was the day after, for $40, I'd be like, okay, here's my $40, and I could sit and turn on the TV and watch Does it. Does AEW have a streaming service? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't I know. They're I still just... operating through Fight TV. Okay, and I don't even or care about pay-per-views. pay-per-views. I would just settle for something that let me watch Dark and whatever I think you the show. You can watch Dark called. on YouTube. You can What's watch Dark on YouTube. Dynamite. 
Dynamite. I mean, in fairness, though, if I'm not watching Dynamite, I'm not going to watch Dark. And yeah. even if I am watching Dynamite, the chances of me watching Dark are pretty slim. But it would be cool to have the option on a streaming service where I could... Because real, basically what I'm saying is I want to see the weekly stuff. I want to see the real show. I want to see the A show. I want to see Dynamite. Um, but... Will you try harder once Fandango gets there? No. Is he going to AEW? I don't know, but uh, <clears throat> on one of the days we were on vacation, I think actually on our anniversary, um, there were another group of names uh, that were released. I honestly, I saw, I saw that Tyler Breeze was released. Yep. And I said, how is that possible? He's been in AEW for like a year. And then I realized that Ty Dillinger and Tyler Breeze were different people. But it legitimately took me a while of puzzling over that before I figured it out. That's what two PhDs gets you, folks. Um, Yeah, this time it was a, a group of mostly NXT guys, Tyler Breeze and Fandango were probably the headliners of that group. You also had, let's see, Tony Nice. who have they, have they fired um, Jeff Hardy yet? I forget. Was he part of the last round? No, he's still employed. Oh, okay. so it's kind of only a matter of time before he leaves, but yeah, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Tony Nice, who we saw in the cruiserweight classic, Arya Davari, who we saw in the cruiserweight classic, the brothers. Then, uh, what are those brothers' names? Singh brothers? Yep. The Bali. I remember boys. them. Yeah. And then a couple of names that if I told you them, I don't think you'd know who they are. Um, Try me. Well, no, you, you know Killian Dane. You would know that one. Big Domo. Uh, the tag team of Everrise. Yeah. I saw that was the one that seemed like people were tweeting the most about, surprisingly. And I was like, I have no idea who these people are. That's They're how out of team. touch I am with NXT, I guess. Yeah, they they are entertaining. I don't think I've seen them in a match, but they had some backstage antics and they had a, you know, Saturday morning YouTube show or whatever. Uh, Marina Shafir. Yeah, never heard that name before. She's married to she's married to Roderick Strong. Arturo Ruiz Ruas. Nope. Kurt Stallion. Uh uh-uh. uh. August Gray. No, yeah. not at all. I will say August Gray sounds like a porn star name. Okay. I suppose. It just sounds like one to me. I think yeah. that last name is forever tainted. Why is that? Pornography. Is there one with the last name of Gray? Oh yes, extremely popular back in our uh, back in our college days. I'm not doing a bit. I honestly don't know who that is. Oh, Sasha Gray. Okay, sure. she turned legit. She was in well, sort of. She was in a few actual Hollywood movies, but I'm sure most of them would love to be in Hollywood movies, and just it's not going to happen for some of them. The acting's not really... Was she a good actress? Not um, that I presume you watched her videos. She, I think she was... I think the Hollywood movie... It's kind of, it was an independent movie, but 
I think it was called Girlfriend Experience. Never saw it, but supposedly it was pretty good. That sounds like an adult movie. Yeah, which is probably how she was cast in it, but I think it was actually a legit movie. I think. Never saw it, but I think so. I'm going to... I. Why that sticks in my brain, I don't know. But you spend enough time reading about, you know, grade B, C, grade Z movies, and you just read about everything. This says it looks like it was a TV series. Oh, nope. The film, The Girlfriend Experience. Never mind. Oh, starring ex-actress Sasha Gray. Hmm. I like how they have Wikipedia has a, a, a article in case you don't know what a pornographic actress is. Well, you never know. It's important. But yeah, yeah I've never yeah. seen this person before in my life. But her name is Mar- also Marina, like Marina Shafir. It all ties together. It all ties together. But yeah, so yeah, it was a bunch of people released that I had no idea who they really were, which didn't yeah. really surprise me, except Big Domo, I, I always thought it was strange that they didn't do anything more with them. Um, but, you know, Sanity looked like it was going to be the next big thing until they got called yeah. up to the main roster and then just nothing. I would yeah. really like to know what happened there. Because, like, how did they get called up to the main roster if Vince McMahon really just had no interest in utilizing Garrick Young? Like, what was it about seeing their success in NXT that made him move them up to the big leagues, but then never even debut them? Like, what was the, it? What derailed I, them? I think the issue you have, possibly, is that you are presuming that Vince McMahon saw them yeah. Now, I usually am, am in the corner of Vinnie Mac, um, but I don't know how much he's watching or how much he's hearing. And he's like, all right, who are the big NXT guys? And I like, oh, they're Sanity. Sanity's great. He's like, all right, bring them up. And then he watches them and goes, no. Got nothing for him. Well, of that group, only one of them is still around at this point. And she's a superhero. Did you know that? Almost. Oh, yeah. She's like Almost. Mariposa now. Almost a superhero. She's basically a butterfly lady, though, right? That's her mask for... Because she's a superhero. But it, I suppose it has a butterfly kind of curl to it. I'm wondering if they're changing her name. Because she apparently... You know, she said she... You know, she said it was Ash, almost a superhero. And <clears throat> I'm wondering if they're changing her name because... They're going to call up Carrion Cross or Killer Cross. I think you know him better as that. Um, maybe you don't know who that is either. But he's the guy with the smoke show. Yeah, he's the current NXT champion. I know I her, he, and I don't know him. She used to okay. wrestle in um, TNA. Um, so I, I, I saw her wrestle there for a while. And maybe somewhere else, too. She was okay, but, you know. I can't. Maybe I've never seen her do anything physical. I don't see it in my head, but perhaps. Yeah, it, it's not was... it's not good, but like, I mean, on a on a scale of, uh, you know, Brie Bella to 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 Molly Holly, she's 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 at least she's at least a Nikki Bella ahead of Brie Bella. We'll have to see if her name comes up if we ever rank anyone. True. <laughs> Which I, I, I'm sorry, Brandon, that we, we got you discouraged. So much we sort of did. We sort of did. Damn it. All right. 
So we've talked wrestling. We've talked some vacations. I now am aware of Sasha Gray. Um, shall we go to the emails? Anything else you would like to discuss? Things are good. Work is good. Staying busy, busy, I assume, since you don't answer my Twitter messages. Yeah, I'm really I'm bad at, at staying in touch with anybody. Um, so, you know, never hesitate to send me a second message. But I realize, you know, deep down in your spiteful heart, you're saying to yourself, I already sent him a message. I shouldn't have to send him a second message. I fucking hate that motherfucker. Like, I understand that's what's going on in your soul. And I, that's, that's no. okay. But no, but after half an hour of you not responding to my text, I was tempted to be like, all right, guess you don't want a podcast today. That's fine. I'll go legit today. I just didn't see your message. I don't know what that was. Well, I, I had I, my I, phone. I had, to re- I had to remind myself that. I, I think I texted this to you. You have a job, even if you're working from home. Yeah, you have a job. You could be doing stuff until I I was o'clock. legitimately on the phone for a work call when you texted, which must be why I didn't get the notification. Yeah, but I that's don't fine. know. Yeah. Anywho, hello. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll just we'll figure out what we're doing. We did. We got discouraged. Our first ranking show was not. I think we tried to, we put too much of a framework and we tried too hard. That's just not what we do. That's not our thing. Not too far. Oh, Hey, I also had a thought the other day. This is probably a really stupid thought, but, um, perfect for this show. Yeah. But stupider than most of my thoughts. And okay. Well, you'll, you'll see, you'll see exactly what I mean. You say I was, I've been, you know, I'm on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. I was looking through my timeline, and one of the things that I've noticed is a lot of, we used to call it vague booking back in the day, you know, when somebody would, would post a status without really saying what was wrong, and, you know, yeah, we attention mongering or whatever, and I don't mean it that way. Oh, God, this already sounds terrible. Why, why do I have to con- provide context for everything? Because I give context to things, and I make it worse. Um, anyways, I saw tweets uh, from from one uh, uh, Liam Stryker, I believe is, is his name. And it just seems like every once in a while he, he's, he's getting these tweets out about how he misses the game. How I, I presume in his vague tweet ways, he's talking about how he misses being part of the New Age Insiders and he misses doing that weekly show, being with his friends, being with Jason Molotov and Bill Neville and so on and so forth. And the thing that I thought about was why haven't we ever had like Liam on the show? Really any of those guys. Why haven't we ever had any of them on the show? And just to, as a guest host or, you know, just to talk to them, like, especially at this point, like I would be interested in having a, it's almost an episode of questions than anything else, but I would like to talk to Liam Stryker and say, Hey, you had a lot of people who listened to you for a very long time. It seems like you miss it. What have you been up to? Because I'm sure the people who really listened know what he's been up to, but I have no idea what he's really been up to. And I don't know, like they were on the, I think you were more directly involved with them. They never talked to me, but I was on the periphery of them for so long. Like any acquaintance in my life, at some point I'm like, I am sort of curious. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What's going on over there? Like if if we extended a, a DM to Liam Stryker and we asked him to appear on DDT Wrestling, do you think he would? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how much he'd talk about in terms of 
why well, that's he's okay, not doing what he again, wants to be doing. But. Again, not knowing what the situation is, there could be, and I, the 100, this folks, again, is speculation. Um, like I said, DC was closer to them, but even then, I don't know that DC has any inside knowledge here. But like, if there's bad blood, if there's bad feelings there, like, I don't know about any of that. Um, and I hope if there's not, I hope if they've managed to maintain their friendship. I realize there's obviously physical space that's been in there because I think they all sort of moved to different areas at one point. And I know like there was mm. some talk of them getting the band back together. And I think that might've happened like once on YouTube, but then it didn't keep happening. So like, but you know, circumstances change maybe it wasn't meant to be a weekly thing, but you know, I, I don't, I'm not looking to get like the dirt uh, more. I just like, I don't know. I, I, I remember that one time that I went on, um, late night Liam and we had a wonderful discussion about movies and you know he was like oh we got to have you back we got to do this we got to do that I want to do this thing and like he seemed like this guy who was just full of all these ideas and these differing ambitions and I just I never heard from him again and part of that's on me because I'm a difficult fellow I, I, I don't make friends easily I'm not reaching out I don't even respond to my friends who send me text messages and tweets and DMs. And, you know, in terms of their network, I was always being an asshole and obstructing and getting in the way and naming my show a private earful and <laughs> giving them a wrestling show that wasn't about wrestling. So, like, I get it. They have every reason in the world to just straight up hate Doc Manson. Um, but at the same time, I don't know. I think we had fun. I think we had fun. We and did. I was just thinking about that the other day. I think. I will happily extend a DM. I talked to him a week ago because I also saw the AOL emo instant messenger tweets. Mm. That was what it made me think of. Yeah. When you would, you know. Yeah. Um, Going back even further. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When you would post something, be like, oh, this person's going to see that and they're going to know that I'm not a happy. Do you remember away messages? I had like 200 away messages because I went through and just grabbed quotes from all sorts of people and I would randomly post them. I miss away messages. I know it's sort of like what a tweet is, especially like if you take a tweet and you pin it to your profile. That's essentially an away message, but I miss away messages. Anyways. You having? <clears throat> but yeah, I will extend a, a DM, see if he wants to be on the show. I am sure. I'm not saying would. you have to. I just. I, I would love to talk to Eddie. I have to get used to calling him, you know, Liam Stryker, Eddie Cabe, Liam Stryker. I know you don't like change, but he's (laughs) not going by that name anymore. If we brought him on the show and I legitimately called him Liam for the entire show, I think that would be I don't think he would care. Oh, okay. I was I wasn't sure if that was a sticking point there. Like if there was that was a barb or something. All right. I, you know, not only that, like he'd, if he had the time, I think he'd drive down because he doesn't live that far away. I think he Hmm. would drive down. Wait, I thought he moved to California or something. No, Bill moved. No, he moved to Florida. Yeah, but didn't, didn't Liam moved out to California at one point? He was going to and decided not to for the show. And then the show stopped. Oh, I thought he moved. I actually thought he moved. He's talked about it. He's talking about moving back to L.A., but wait, moving. No, how would he move back to L.A. if he's never moved to L.A.? Is that where he's from? He lived, no, I believe he was in L.A. for a while, 
before. See, this podcast. is why we need to get Liam on the show. I have questions. Definitely. He's got answers. I we I just you know that's just the thing. I'm just saying. After all of these years, you know, have that final cage match. What I was going to say oh, is, yeah. I think what this will lead to is this will lead to season two of Sound Scary. Oh yeah, well I was, I was kind of hoping that might be the thing. Starring Doc Manson and Liam Stryker. I was thinking about that the other day. We had such a lovely conversation about movies. I, was, I wonder if he would be interested in a movie project. But then again, you know, I can't keep up my side of the bargain. So, like, really, when it came to when it came to Sound Scary again, like I, I joke about it a lot. But GQ did 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 a hundred percent of the work on that show. He did the editing. He did all the theme songs. He did all the. Like he 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 really took it on himself. That's all GQ's credit for that show actually happening. Um, and I don't know. I'm bad at that. I'm bad at keeping myself going. It's horrid. Clearly shows. So no, horrid's is totally separate beast because horrid was a labor of love, and you took so much time into it. I think sounds scary would have to be something different. Get rid of the dumb behind the fear. Sorry, GQ, but you haven't texted in a while, so I don't care. Um. Get rid of behind the fears. Get rid of, you know, let GQ do in the night whatever he wants to do within the night. Just pick a movie and talk about it. You don't have to do the prep work. You don't have to do two good scares. It's just, we're talking about. I honestly think that if Sound Scary were the main movie and two good scares, that would be fine. Um, and again, you don't need two good scares. I agree. You could. But I, it does it gives you an opportunity to talk about movies that might not ever be a full episode in and of themselves. So I don't. Know. I apologize if I am stepping on what may be your piece of positivity, but you could be like, this week we're going to talk about Cube. <laughs> so I, that's not my piece of positivity this week. I've heard about that a long time ago, actually. Um, yeah, I saw you retweet something because I didn't notice you had been retweeted it because I never expect you to retweet anything. So I was like, oh, I should tell Doc about this. And then I looked at it and went, oh, (laughs) yeah, I was I just that was the first time I'd seen that art and must mean it's getting closer to release. I have I have sent out a a DM to Mr. Eddie McCabe, a.k.a. Liam Stryker, and I have extended an invitation. So hopefully at some point uh, we can have him on the show. And I imagine I will just sit quietly. Let the two of you chat. Hi, Mrs. Manson. Please tell me she's not coming in. Yep. Garbage Mrs. Manson day. just came in to pod night is get, garbage day. So to or, or garbage your night. trash. Yeah, that's what she does. That's what she does. Gather your dirty tissues that uh-huh. you've expectorated in. All sorts of expectorations. Um, Hi, Mrs. Manson. Here's How another question for you. If we were to not even going to pass on this. If we were to get Liam Stryker on the show, yeah, what is the possibility of then getting Jason Molotov on the show? And for that matter, Bill Neville on the show. Like, what could we do a series of shows talking to these people? I'm not saying that we would have to reunite them in any way. 67% of that. Okay. All right. I think we could get two out of three. I don't think we'd get the third. You don't think so? I don't want. I don't want to talk about. It. I don't want to talk about it here. We can talk about. Uh, it no, I'll. I'll talk about it. I think we can get Bill Neville. He's got a podcast with his wife or fiance, girlfriend. 
fiance talking about Disney World. They have a show called Park Hoppers, pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I think he'd do it. I would certainly extend the message to Jason Maltov. Um, he appears to be he's on a break. I haven't seen him tweet in oh, quite a while. Uh, I, I think he's done. I don't know that we would get him on the show. Okay. All right. Okay. I think it would be interesting uh, to talk to him too, though, honestly. Uh, Liam Stryker, I'm in New York City today and heading back home tomorrow. You let me know when you want to do it. Oh, well, if he's in New York City and heading home, I mean, he could just stop by on his way through. I mean, he could. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, he could. All right. Uh, let's get to the emails. Uh, we have three of them. We, we, I apologize to the besties because uh, with our weird schedules, we tend to just send messages to them immediately being like, we're recording in five minutes. Send their emails. Well, I so, mean, it used I'm to be sure. that we recorded every uh, Wednesday night at seven o'clock. We had a set schedule um, that was yeah. very convenient for emails. Yes. But now, now we, we don't. don't. You're looking at me with a, hey, sh- we, sh- we should get back into that. I'm not saying it has to be seven o'clock, but you know, if we had a set schedule. Wow. We should set a schedule then. Uh, the first email. Hey, it's Tim. It burns when I dot, 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 dot. Listen, I thought it was going to be P. Should be a passionate title. Good day, gentlemen. I found myself conflicted after my last email. I want to continue to show my appreciation for you, but I don't want to take over the show. That was something you said I wasn't doing, but now that's something I will think about each time I write. It's not a bad thing, but it is something I will keep in mind. Alan Nacelle is done, and the finishes left much disappointment and confusion. Rhea is DQ'd for something we have seen many times before. Bobby wins with a roll-up. I am very interested in hearing how disinterested Doc is in the results. Well, you did hear. He didn't even mention those two matches, but I didn't see uh, those ones. So, but well, but it ended with less Russell Spooky than you wanted. You watched two matches and were disappointed with two results. I was. Raya got disqualified. Bianca won in the cell, which I think I don't think people were disappointed with, and Bobby apparently won with a roll-up. So, a fruit roll-up. Probably more of a schoolboy, but maybe. I know previously productions were a thing for PPVs. Do you think that would make the shows more important for you to catch, Doc? I doubt it. A few friends and I do a scorecard we found years ago and do a battle for a traveling Hollywood Hulk Hogan Russell Buddy traveling trophy during every pay-per-view. But even now, the shows are so bad that I find more interest in DC's J-O-B than that actual product. Well, you're very kind. With all that said, a random question for you both. What is one finisher or signature maneuver from a wrestler that never seemed to fit for them? Like Hurricane Helms with the Vertebraker. Personally, I loved his choke slam. All the best, Tim. I do think that scorecard thing is an interesting idea. I know a friend of the show, uh, Eric, uh, he used to work with a bunch of people who were very into wrestling as well before wrestling became hot trash garbage. And they used to do like it was some sort of scorecard or betting sheet. And we're not actually doing bets, but like they kept track of the wins and the losses. And like people were like making predictions like based off of who was going to win, but also like how they were going to win. And like they would do all sorts of different things. I think even like down to like 
you know, card order would be certain points and things like that. Um, so like that just reminded me of that. I don't know all the ins and outs, but it sounded very in- intricate and it was just way more detailed than I would ever want to put into something like that. Um, but yeah, I know that Glenn and Jeremy over on the piece of business podcast do, they've kind of taken over the pay-per-view predictions. They brought somebody from AWIP, which is another wrestling podcast. I think that's actually what it stands for. Another wrestling something podcast. Um, but you know, they do predictions before each, each show. You know what we should do? We should put together a DDT bingo card. Like, you know, all different sort of stupid things that are like cliches that happen on wrestling shows. We should make a bingo card. And although to play a bingo, do you have to all have to have the same card or do you have to have a different series of different cards? Probably a series of different cards, right? But we could put together a set of cards. We could play DDT bingo with the besties, couldn't we? I think, I don't know if it's different cards or if it's just, it's one card and you're all using the same card. Or I suppose, yeah, it's just in a different order. Oh yeah, maybe a different order. Same cliches, but that's laid out differently maybe. Yeah. That could be interesting. Uh, A move that doesn't fit. I always thought the Ultimate Warrior. Gorilla Plus Slam? You don't like that? Oh, It was a fall away, wasn't it? No, it was a gorilla press. He did the military press and then dropped, but then he did a splash. And I get it. He's constantly in motion. That's kind of his thing. But like a splash to me is reserved for either going off the top rope or a larger wrestler who wants to crush you with his sheer girth. Mm. And that was not. uh, I will say, even as a child, and again, I was super into Hulk Hogan as a kid. I never liked the leg drop. I always thought the leg drop was super lame. Like I was just because like you would see tons of wrestlers like the leg drop was always a move that was just used like in the middle of matches. Like people would drop a leg on somebody who was on the ground and it just it never felt like it had the appropriate. You know, to be a finisher. I just I never liked it. Never liked never liked the leg drop. I thought that was a terrible, terrible finisher, even as a child, even as a child. Well, Pav, I hope that answers your question, and we will look forward to hearing from you next week. The next email comes in from Brandon Banks. (laughs) The title is Tim question mark, and the subject, I'm sorry, the, the, the body of the email says, I don't know who that is sent from my iPhone. Tim Johnson. We just heard from him. Final email right. comes in from three, you know, three, three letters in his first name, seven in his second in his uh, last name. All right, Glenn, let's get drafty. Hi guys. With all the wrestling drafting going on, who would be your top five in a superhero draft? It's good to have you back. Thanks as always, Glenn. Um, first of all, before we get into the superhero draft, which is a great question, Glenn, thank you, by the way, how is the draft going? Is it still going? I don't know. I'm not part of it. What's going on with the draft? Uh, How did the it go? Piece of business dra- the piece of business draft is going quite well. It um, started like your first day of vacation. I was like, oh, that's terrible timing. But maybe it was perfect I, timing. I don't know. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. You have 12 hours to make your pick. Um, and this group was very into it. We started the Sunday of Hell in a Cell. By the end of that week, we had finished. It went fast. Oh, okay. Um, 
people were into it. Now we're in the middle of the all-time draft. <clears throat> I have Hulk Hogan on my roster, which I was not expecting to do, but you're probably just I went with to the, trade him at this point. Well, I went no, I went with the strategy of I wanted to trade originally, I wanted to trade every person I drafted. So I drafted people solely with the intent of trading them away. And I was so I was accepting trades left and right, which is what got me Hulk Hogan. But I also have John Cena. And if I can do a John Cena versus Hulk Hogan match, shouldn't I do a John Cena versus Hulk Hogan match? Seems like an appropriate thing to do, yes. So, so now I have adopted a, I've changed my strategy and actually have a card. There's no theme to it, but it's a pretty good card. So, uh, but it's fun. It's a, it's a good time. Um, do we, do we, do we actually do a draft here where we go back and forth and we pick sure. 10 super, we pick 10 superheroes. Are we counting villains or just do they have to be heroes? I think they have to be heroes. Okay. Uh, anti-heroes count. Yes, as long as they are clearly a hero, anti-hero. Okay. Uh, I will give you the first pick then, because I am that generous. Okay. Um, I will... I'll take probably the, the most predictable answer in the world. I will go ahead and take Batman. I will take uh, the Hulk. Ooh. Okay. Are you writing it down? I am. I'm going to go ahead and take my next favorite. Um, I'm going to take Wolverine. Uh, Let's see. If I'm building a team, I will take Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'll take Thor. Nice call. I am going to shake it up a little bit. I am going to go ahead and take uh, the hero who I've enjoyed perhaps the most over the course of my entire life. Uh, The one whose battle cry is Spoon. I will take the tick. As soon as you said the one I enjoyed the most, I was like, oh, I know who he's picking. (laughs) I've actually read the Tick comics. They're pretty good. I will take Professor Charles Xavier. All right. Um, Sticking with the independent theme, I'm going to go ahead and take a Dark Horse um, comics hero or anti-hero, really. I will take the Stanley Ipkiss uh, incarnation from the comics, not the movie of the mask. Hmm. Do I know any independent comics? Probably not. Let's see. I've got <laughs> strengths. I've got power. I've got telepathy. I, I don't love him, but I feel like you, I'll take the flash. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Not too shabby there. Now, let's see, this last one. This one's going to be a difficult pick. Um, hmm. I've gone with some oddballs. I've gone with some favorites. I've basically taken one from all of the uh, major brands. 
Although I don't think I've taken one from Image Comics. I don't know if I'm a big enough Spawn fan to take Spawn, though. So instead, I will continue with the theme of people who you can call the, because it could be the Batman, the Wolverine, the Tick, the Mask. And I finally will take, from Image Comics, the Max. The Max? I've not heard of the Max. Two X's. Okay. I will take the Max. All right, I've got comic book oh, I quite sir. enjoyed through my teenage years. Good to know. Uh, let's see. I've got Hulk. I've got Thor. I've got Professor X. I've got. Yeah, you know what? I, she's essentially a goddess. I will round out mine. I will take the only female on the list. I will take Storm. Good call. We going to 10? Eh, or are you good? We're good. <laughs> Glenn, as always, your questions are fantastic and always lead to an interesting discussion. You can, you can weigh in, send us your own uh, all-time five, top five superheroes. Is Batman kind of coordinating? What is the Tick's powers? Uh, he's it's- nigh invulnerable and super strong. And what are the Max's powers? Um, he's nigh invulnerable and super strong. Okay, so you have four out of five that are nigh invulnerable. Is Batman just coordinating from like... Uh, he's just providing uh, all of the money Yeah, for the really cool headquarters. <laughs> but yeah, no, Batman's got all the cool toys. Wolverine's got, um, I feel like, you know, the, the brains, the tracking as well as the detective power of Batman, you know? So I think they're they're good coordinating the team together. Um, but, you know, the Tick, he's kind of lost his marbles, but he's a good heavy. Um, the Max, same sort of thing. But the thing with the Max is he kind of goes in and out of this fantasy world, so he doesn't purely exist on this plane of existence, which could make for some interesting uh, capabilities. And the Mask, of course, is a god. He's technically the trickster god Loki, just like Loki. Um, but like he can do anything as long as he's wearing the mask. So yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, I'm already regretting. I have Thor and Storm. I don't know if I need two thunder and lightning people, but it's too late now. They'll be I feel like the Flash, I know he's super fast and can travel through time, but he's got that whole electricity motif also. So I'm sort of feeling you're like team electric. I know the Hulk isn't quite there in Professor X, but Professor X could be wearing the Cerebro helmet, and like yeah. the other three could be providing the uh, the electricity to it. And then like, uh, oh, oh, I know what it is. The other three are hold are providing the electricity to Cerebro that Professor X is wearing while strapped to the Hulk's back, who is carrying him around as if he were some sort of mobile command center. I love it. There is a there is a. Uh... Mortal Kombat character of Farah and Tor, which was this big hulking bruiser with a little, you know, little yeah. ki- essentially kid on their back, and you know, so that he would eventually like pick him up and throw him, they would stab at him. And all right, there we go. That works for me. Uh, I I mentioned the cube, thinking it might have been your piece of positivity. Turns out that is not the case. So I must ask Doc Manson, what is your piece of positivity? Uh, so cube 
is a Japanese horror movie remake of a movie that I quite enjoy, an independent film from what, like 1997, 98? I don't know for sure. But it was an excellent independent horror movie, and they're remaking it, rebooting it, but in Japan. So I think it would actually be a really interesting reboot. I'm looking forward to it quite a bit. Um, anyways, um, my actual piece of positivity this week is a sitcom that I have fallen into like with, and uh, I've been watching quite a bit while exercising. It's been on for forever, and I, I'm sure everybody in the world will say, ah, oh, it makes sense. But um, I'm enjoying Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. About halfway through the first season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. For those of you who don't know, and who would that be at this point? It's a sitcom show about um, people working in a police precinct um, in New York. And it's sort of an interesting concept for a sitcom. Sort of like a, you know, a twist on a procedural cop drama. But it's a comedy. It's got Andy Samberg in it, as well as Terry Crews. It's got an interesting cast of characters. Um, and you know, when I told Mrs. Manson, I was enjoying it. She said, oh, that makes sense. It's kind of one of those goofy shows. Right. And, you know, I said in my head, like, well, I don't know what he made by goofy show. Cause like goofy shows, I'm thinking like, you know, uh, scrubs or something like that. And you know, it does have a scrubs flair to it. I could see you liking the show if you liked scrubs. Um, but I do think mm-hmm. it's a little less goofy than scrubs overall. Um, it's got an interesting cast of characters, nice dynamic. Um, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'll probably get through I've, a lot of that. I've never seen it. Now, you understand, if you get the bicycle, you won't be able to watch shows while you're exercising because you'll be riding around. That's okay. I've got a cell phone with an unlimited data plan. Can't wait for the injuries. <laughs> How did you hit a tree? <laughs> I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I was laughing at Terry Crews. All right. Uh, my piece of positivity is also a television show. Okay. Um, my wife recently uh, on Netflix and one of the top rated shows was the show Manifest. And she began watching it. And I can tell when my wife enjoys a show uh, by the set, like the sounds that she makes when she's watching it. She was very emotive and there were obviously twists and turns because she was yelling and you know, and just, just being very, and she would come in to tell me this happened and this happened. And I also know that when that happens, generally speaking, uh, she thinks I will enjoy the show too. And sure enough, she was like, you would like this show. So I started watching it and it is quite good. Um, it doesn't have any huge like stars that you would know, like an Andy Samberg or a, uh, Terry Crews or anything like that. Um, but, you know, it made the news recently because it was the number one show on Netflix and then it got canceled by NBC and Netflix is not picking it up. So I'm going into this knowing that after three seasons, it will just end without a resolution because it's not, you know, season three ended with the expectation that there would be a season four and now there's not going to be. And what show so, is this? Manifest. Oh, that airplane show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, it has a it has a kind of lost element to it. There's a there was a show called the 4400 which sounds like it has kind of almost the exact same plot. Except the 4400 was based on a series of Christian novels, so Oh. Did not know that. Yeah. But yes. Um, you know, airplane um Is that right? Am I thinking of something else? 
But the Christian novels was, I think, called Left Behind. And in my brain, for some reason, the 4400 is based off that series. I actually don't know if it is. I may have unfairly correlated those in my brain. I don't know that for sure. I'll fact check later. Anyways, sorry, you were saying. But yeah, you know, two planes take off from Jamaica. There's a family half on one plane, half on the other plane. One plane lands. Everything is fine. The other plane lands five and a half years later. With the people on the plane having no recollection that they were gone for an extent of time. So all of these people who are, have landed have to, you know, one of them's a father. There are twins who are separated one on one plane, one on the other. So one twin is now five and a half years older than the other twin. The family has moved on. So now that's, you know, very unusual. One, you know, one of the main characters was, you know, on vacation. She had been, somebody had proposed to her. She had not answered him yet. She was going to now it's five and a half years later. He's now married to somebody else. So obviously there's all of this stuff, but it's an intriguing show because things are happening. They're now seeing things and hearing things and, you know, trying to solve the mystery of what happened to them and why are all these strange callings happening to them. So it's an enjoyable show we've been watching since we've gotten home from vacation and we are halfway or more than halfway through the second season. So we will probably by by this time next week, I imagine we will have finished it and be incredibly disappointed that there is no resolution that seems to be happening. We're hoping that another network will pick it up at some point. I'm just going to say for the record, I think I was wrong about the 4400. I'm not seeing any references that indicate it's based on that. I don't know why I thought. But anyways, that sounds like a cool show, DC. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Why, thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I hope that the people listening enjoyed this podcast where we talked about uh, shaving butter and uh, Hulk Hogan's leg drop and bicycles. So, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can send us an email podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you'd like to listen to our back catalog, you can go to ddtwrestling.com or do your podcast repository of choice. And finally, if you like what you've heard and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to give a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps us keep the lights on, keeps us watching Peacock. And, you know, uh, we really, really thank you for supporting all of the crazy, stupid things that we do. Yes, indeed. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode that has a title, a number that I do not remember. 278. Thank you. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be our bestie? <laughs>